Hey, I'm Stevie. What's up? I'm Monty J. And you're listening to the Bookshelf Boyfriends Podcast. Where we take a deep dive with your favorite contemporary romance authors. Asking them questions about everything from their writing process to their reading habits, plus so much more. Join us as we help you find your next Bookshelf Boyfriend. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Four returning authors that we're super excited to have on here. We have Candy Steiner, KK Allen, Harlow, and P. Louise. Thank you guys so much. Woo! Thank you for having us. Um, So like I was saying before we got on here, you guys kind of like fucking just like dropped (laughs) the bomb on the whole world. uh, Like, oh, we're doing a series together. And I didn't see it until late. And so it was like, it didn't show up on my Instagram feed because my Instagram fucking hates me. And so I <laughs> screenshotted it, sent it to Stevie and was like, uh, do you see the tropes for this? <laughs> <laughs> because this shit's going to be fire. No pun intended. Yes. Yeah. Especially so, when it comes to Asher, baby. Yeah. Ow. Our firemen. <laughs> and the covers for these people. You know what I really loved about these covers? And I think I was Stevie, I was talking to about it was, that I really feel like they fit the age of like the characters themselves, right? Uh, the way that you guys have described the tropes. Like when I saw the covers, I was like, hell yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I love an older man. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. So, it's, it was so fun doing the covers too, because um, we, we did it all as a team. So we would design and then kind of decide what we want or what we didn't want. And um, we got to pick who we, like who the, um, models were too so we got to kind of go through some options and figure out who we wanted to model for our guy and it was really fun too because then you had writing inspiration when you were writing because you already knew who was going to be on your cover so it was super fun it was and let's just give a shout out to candy because she created our and lauren perry watson and she's always amazing so she's fantastic yes i love it i love it well you guys did such a great job so like commend you guys on being able to do that because they fit so well um so I guess we're just going to kick things off Stevie's going to take the first question and uh we're just going to jump right in and we're super excited to like learn everything (laughs) all right so who came up with this epic idea in the first place and what inspired Bayside Heroes well should I take it (laughs) yeah I was like um okay so it actually kind of all came about in 20. 20 at the end of the year um actually it was you know in December we I had really you guys probably remember when uh Pippa Grant and Claire Kingsley and Lucy Score and Catherine Nolan did Blue Ridge Blue Water Billionaires remember yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue what I said it wrong Blue I don't think it's like hold up I'll Google okay. it. Okay. Well, it's blue, yeah. or blue Lake. Anyway, it's the billionaires. It was all the girls. And um, yeah. that was the first that I am remembering, unless somebody did it before that. But that's the first I remembered. And that was really hot. And I remember thinking, wow, that was a great idea. And then the next year, Ilsa, Adriana, and um, Megan did the football trilogy. And yeah. I was like, dang. And it did really well. And we were like, golly, you could do that again. So I jumped on a group chat with Harlow and another author. And I was like, we need to do this. We need to do something like this. And um, the other author couldn't do it. But Harlow and I were like, we're going to make this happen. So we kind of started <laughs> brainstorming. Um, I think initially we, we were thinking small town and then it kind of went. Well, yeah, we were like, okay, well, we're both, you know, we, we write kind of in the same trope and stuff. And we were like, who who could we get that kind of you know I mean when you're thinking about a group of people who are going to write together and do something like this you know you're you kind of think about people that you know you know are going to meet deadlines and be you know excited and be able to stick with the long haul you know and so um and you know and and that your writing complements each other that's another thing too I mean you know I can be great friends with this one author but she only writes dark romance or she only writes bdsm or something and that's not really gonna mesh you know yeah and yeah so, um i write pretty spicy but i don't go crazy and um not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with that but um and so uh so we were just kind of throwing out names and throwing out names and um and we put together this amazing group and candy said yes and kk said yes and we were like 
this is it. And so we kind of capped it at four because we were thinking that would be a manageable number, you know, for a month to go boom, boom, boom. Cause we're like three or four, it would need to be three or max four because, you know, it's four is pretty overwhelming, but, um, and so we were just like, let's see what we can do. Let's see if we made this happen. And I just had a big, long chat with Pippa actually, and just was kind of like, okay, cause they had four. And so yeah. I was like, you know, tell me, tell me everything, tell me. And she, oh, ooh, ooh, and I forgot she had written that book bub article. Remember on the book bub? That's book, right. Book yeah. bub blog. Pippa had written that article. It just kind of detailing mm-hmm. exactly how they did that billionaire girl series that they wrote. Yeah. And, um, and so we had a big long chat and, um, and she gave me a lot of great tips and then we all met up for zoom on, I think in like February and that's where it came from. That's how it started. And, you know, yeah, that's when like the medical, I don't remember. So I think it started out. I don't know why. I think we all decided medical romance would be fun and it's hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. We actually talked about that. That was one of the things we talked about. Yeah. And I think we were all also like, it was out of our wheelhouse and something new and different. And yep. Yeah. Kind of steamrolled from there. But and I will just say for me, I just personally felt like I was being asked to prom by the hottest guy ever (laughs) when I got invited to do this. I was like, oh my God. No. Y'all go to prom with you. crazy <laughs> it's like oh my god I'm blushing like thank whatever you. <laughs> no I I will say that like and I think we can all agree it's been so we just have had a blast doing this yeah. I mean we can't get on the phone or go through our text a day of texting without laughing hysterically and just there's always something fun going on and the way that we were able to weave all the guys in and out of all the stories was so challenging and so fun. And now that people are reading it and they're like, oh my gosh, I love the little glimpses we get of Dane and Asher and Beck. And I just read Screwed Up and now I see where Greg was throughout all of this. And yeah, it's just really, really cool. Well, I think um, something that is really neat, I know that with a lot of like collaborations, it's usually like more than four or like with an anthology, it's like multiples, you know, but I think where you guys were able to do just four, you were able to cohesively and like, I guess be like a little bit more tight knit with it so that you guys could kind of like make your flow, like stories flow together. So it's more of like, you're writing it not together, like you have each your own story, but they're very much so connected. And I feel like with longer collaborations, it's kind of just like an overall theme that passes through it, right? So I really liked that. I like the fact that you guys were able to kind of make it like one, but your own at the same time. Yeah. Um, So Candy's book Washed Up came out like two days ago, yesterday, yesterday. Yeah, actually yesterday, but dropped two days ago. Yeah, no, like it dropped two days ago because I saw it on my Instagram, and then Kay is supposed to come out yesterday, but she was surprising people. So, um, our question for Candy is: Where did this trope idea come from, and what was your inspo doing an older woman, younger man trope? Because it doesn't happen as often as like the flip side of it. I know. Okay, y'all. Can I just say, I did not realize how many people were adverse to the older woman until I released this book. And there's so like almost every single review starts with, you know, I wasn't going to read this because it's older man or older. woman. And I was like, what? So I actually, you know, when I was approached by, by Tia and Harlow and KK to do this collaborative series I this was the first trope that I thought of because I already had the meat of a story written out in the notes portion of my phone um because I I love the age gap trope so much I love the angst and the tension that goes along with it so naturally um and I really wanted to write the flip side of an older woman especially because I feel like as women, as we age, as women, we were just talking about this before the podcast aired, but we go through so many changes, especially in our bodies that we struggle with. It doesn't matter if it's weight gain, weight loss, hair loss, wrinkles, skin looking different, sagging, whatever. There's so many ways that gravity (laughs) takes hold, right? Yeah. And And I just wanted to explore what that's like to be experiencing those very natural things, but have this young, hot, rugged doctor who's like totally into you and just like, yes, ma'am, you are giving me everything I want. Nobody like I could have these 22 year olds, but I want you like, who doesn't want that fantasy? Cause like, I think we all do. (laughs) I don't understand why it's not a more, I don't, 
I guess I don't understand why people are so like opposed to it. I think it's because it's like when you hear like the guy is younger, you automatically think that he might be more submissive in the relationship. And <laughs> I do not think <laughs> that's <is> gay <laughs> at all, you know, but I think that that's like a, a, like the thing of like, oh, if it's a younger girl, she's like more naive and like more able to like slip into a submissive kind of relationship while the guy who's older is supposed to like know more and be wiser and more dominant right but I don't that's always so think true. that's the case and uh because I love those I love those tropes but I never see enough of them and when I saw that I was like Stevie said it she was like holy shit did you see that it's gonna be an older woman and I was like yes, oh, yes. Was like, let's go, let's go. I'm well I will say I did kind of add in a little bit of a taboo element that I was excited to write, which is, you know, we're so used to reading like the sibling's best friend or the best friend's brother or whatever, Mm -hmm. but this time it's her son's best friend. And so I think for all the moms who see that they're like, excuse me, what? I could never, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) So, but if you read this story, it's not creepy that, you know, he, anyway, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's all done in a way that I promise moms you'll be fanning yourselves over hot Dr. Greg daddy doctor doctor daddy (laughs) (laughs) and I thought Candy I thought Candy did a really great job with it because and talk get talking about that whole like submission kind of the power dynamic because of how Candy cast it in Mm -hmm. that Amanda is who's the the heroine she's she's like in her mid forties. Right. But she's coming out of like an abusive relationship and, but she hasn't dated, like she got pregnant in high school. And so she married the kids or the baby daddy. And, you know, she's been married since she was 15, you know, and, and coming out of an abusive relationship and like thinking, how am I going to date now? What do I even do? I don't even know how to live as a single person. I mean, anybody who's been married for any period of time can totally relate to that dynamic. And then Greg comes in and he's like this hot, young, super stud doctor. And he's like (laughs) mentoring her quote, wink, wink on how to set up a dating profile, how to do all these things that backfires a little bit, but, um, (laughs) I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I was like, this is so well done because she's sort of insecure, but she's like a fighter. And so you instantly love her because she's trying to, she's broken away and she's made this bold step and she's trying to rebuild her life. And then this hunky, hunky young doctor shows up (laughs) in the prologue, you know, and she's like, oh my God, you're you're hotter now than you were. This is is the way that I always- It's really adorable. It's so adorable. I love it. This is the way that I wanted the boy next door to go, but it didn't. It took like a (laughs) turn really hard, you know? So like, because I'll tell you right now, if my son had a dude who looked like that, my God, I would get it. I understand. <laughs> yeah, like, good I, God. I just need you to send me the recording of Tia saying that whole thing. That was the best elevator pitch for this book. So I'm just going to pop that into <laughs> all the promo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank all right. You, it's so brilliant. And he's really protective of her. I mean, it, it's not like she's Mrs. Robinson at all. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, she's, she's feisty and stuff, but I mean, yeah. she's not like the dominatrix, which I don't know. Yeah. That's okay too, but that's yeah. not really the story Candy was telling. I mean, yeah. I really like how it played out. It's very relatable. You know, it's a yeah. very relatable story yeah, if sure. you've been married at all for any period of time. <laughs> Thank all you right. So Steve, you can take the next Candy question. Okay. So was there anything new you did with this book that you didn't do in your past books? There was a lot new in this book. I think every time I write a book, something new happens or some some sort of new part of my writing comes out. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this was some of my most succinct, well-written first draft kind of writing, if that makes sense. Like I sent my first draft to my alpha readers and my beta readers, and it was like the cleanest, most well put together manuscript I'd ever had. And I think just because these characters were so rich for me, they they took the story and and told it and I there was nothing there were, there was nothing to go back and change because they just knew exactly what their story was yeah. um and obviously the trope was new and the slow burn okay I thought I had written a slow burn before like I've written books with angst I've written books that you know it kind of takes a while whatever but this was like the definition of a slow burn and there yeah. is one particular scene 
where they are watching a movie on the couch at Amanda's house. That's all I'm going to say, but it is like my favorite scene that I wrote in this whole book. And like, I was writing it and I was like squirming. I had to like stand <laughs> up, stand up so I could really get it. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but Candy just reenact that whole, reenact that whole thing. That was fantastic. That was really good. That's how it was when you're reading it too. You're kind of like, I just want to like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love it. It's like when I was like, don't read that in public. Like, do not no, read right, it in no. public, you know? Like, and I and like you see like this. Well, I mean, I don't know. You see like those TikToks of like people who are like, it's like me reading smut on the couch, and it's just like their <laughs> solid face, like they're not even like blinking. But then you have like, you know, like when you're reading, you have like those certain scenes that you're just like, Well, shit, that was not expecting <laughs> that one. I need to take a breather, take a walk. <laughs> because Jesus but uh like we said that book's out and in the world and free on KU so make sure you guys go check that out um if you're into this kind of vibe and you should be because it's amazing anyways so um we're gonna move on to Harlow's book which is screwed up and it comes out second so this is an opposites attract security guard okay so like what was your favorite part of writing this book well my favorite part, gosh, I think this book was just a little bit different for me because I just let myself have fun with it. And I, I didn't get like caught up in a lot of like heavy, deep emotions. Like, I don't know. I just kind of let the story really tell itself. And yeah. it's a very fast burn for me. Like usually I'm not necessarily always a slow <laughs> burn writer, but this one really like work from the, kind of from the get go. Like you, you get some heat like pretty quick. So that was, and I think that was just like really set a, a really like fun tone for me. Like I just, I don't know. I just. Girl, I'm, I just have to say when I was like reading the first 20% of this book, I, my skin was like hot to the touch. Like I, Dane is so hot and it's been a long time since I've read a hero like him. I think I've been reading a lot of sweet heroes, which I love and adore too. But like Dane is just like, he was so cocky and confident and like in Dr. Larson Bell's face. And I, I just, I'm obsessed. It hooks me from the start. I know. I loved how opposite they were. Like, I really wanted that to be obvious. And I think, I mean, I feel like I did a pretty good job, but yeah. You did. Fantastic job. Fantastic job. All right, CV, you take the next one. Okay. So we've heard a lot about Dane in the last yeah. couple of weeks. So All over the IGs. Dane is like an icon right now. <laughs> So what was the easiest and hardest part about writing this hot man? Oh, well, the easy. so I actually, and I don't know if the other three remember this, but like when we were first talking about medical romance, I'd had a dream like, you know, years ago about this, making this series of like first shift, second shift, which we found out doesn't really actually happen in a hospital. But um, <laughs> this dream about a female doctor and then like the security guard and they were like gonna hook up in the hospital and it was gonna be like really hot and so that was that was definitely the easiest part for me because it was just like so fun and I just had them like going all over the place and Larson is um she is not I mean she's just like very inexperienced with a lot of things because she's just been so driven and it's very practical and I was had just like her mind on work and her career and then there's Dane who is the complete opposite and he's always just like been fun and just like doesn't take anything very seriously and just kind of like bouncing around doing whatever um and so they just yeah they get to do all of these fun things together I would say um the more difficult part was that and I think what we said too, is that this was just kind of out of our wheelhouse. Like I didn't, I don't know a lot about how a hospital, like the, the how the hospital works or like the yeah. inner workings of it, you know? And um, so just having to research a lot of that, it took a lot more, I think, research and also just talking to other people who work in a hospital, um, like starting this book with the prologue, I won't spoil anything, but there was just like something that happens that we kind of connect with all of the books. And just like, even just like starting it, I was feeling like very like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to even like start this. Like I have to like yeah. put myself in the hospital and I can't even like fish it. Cause thankfully knock on wood, I haven't spent a lot of time in the hospital. So yeah, that was definitely the more challenging part, but it was also really good because I think 
just yeah as an as a writer and as an author you want these different experiences and having your books be different and so that was really fun too I'm excited yeah I I I would just say that I felt the same way and there's nothing better than when you do all this research you interview people you're online researching you've got it all down and you write this whole scene and then you send it to your beta readers who work in the hospital and mm -hmm. every single one of them comes back and says this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong this is never <laughs> Oh I yeah, I learned. I learned you can't do that. You know how in all the medical shows they always do the chun chun like on the chest when somebody's yeah. flatlined. Yeah. That's totally fake. That is does <laughs> not. You don't defibrillate. You don't. You can't defibrillate somebody if they're having a heart attack. I think so. I had to change like an entire scene in my book, and I was like, "Dang it! I want to use that thing that makes." <laughs> I like, Dude, like, why do the shows get thing? to do it? Like, like I just want to yeah. fix it. I'll be honest, the whole time, so with Greg, the whole time, the only person that I could picture, even though the cover model is very hot, the only person I could picture was Dr. Mike. I don't know if you guys know who that oh, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen Dr. to Mike. me. I don't know <laughs> if it's like a mind reading thing, but I had been like, so I'd fallen down the hole of like Dr. Mike's YouTube. And I was like, this man is so fine. And I got on this like Instagram. I was like, oh my God. And then this book came out and I was like, yeah, this is the only person I'm going to picture as this doctor, period. Well, I think, was it KK or Harlow had sent us all his picture at the very beginning. We were like, inspiration. So we were all like, oh yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I think we all did some good TikTok uh, digging and we found some really good videos to do it and stuff. Nice. Woo! <laughs> so, Love it. I will say my favorite part of Screwed Up is Larson's tight bun yeah. and Dave yeah. taking that tight bun yeah, down. Like, I just want to loosen it. Like, get that tight bun. Get it. Yes. Oh my God. It's so I hot. I love her hair like so severe and he's just yeah, like, just like and super tight like, and then eventually it's like, woo! Yes. I love that. I love it. I just That's love so like how, how, and someone already said they're two opposites, but they're so unlikely. You would never like think of Lars and think that she'd be great with ever and <laughs> opposite but then you see them together and it's seriously the most fiery banter I've ever read it's so much fun so yeah my favorite kind of book though like where you're you don't look yeah. like you're supposed to be together but you just fit so KK is up with fire, fired up. That's the way I ordered that was so shitty, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> this is like a firefighter EMT single parent with like a firefighter calendar. Okay. There are men on TikTok that just did a fucking firefighter calendar, firefighter calendar. And I was like, this is, a, this is why, because I've seen this, I've seen like you guys are putting this together and now my TikTok's only showing me this shit. Oh, so, um, oh you're firefighters now. I know, right? so it's like what can readers expect from this story um it's definitely like if you're a reader of mine I feel like all my books are a little bit different um this one is more on my steamier side it's probably the steamiest book I've ever written uh, um, yeah, it, is. <laughs> but it was so much fun to write like I couldn't I couldn't stop the steam like there's a tiny bit of a slow build in the beginning but then it's like I mean these two have such a great connection because of their past and like they kind of have similar paths different paths but past but but in a way it just helps them connect so much faster I think yeah. um but they're still both going through stuff you know mm -hmm. um but bringing them together and then there's a little kid involved and <laughs> right um, but I think if you're a reader of mine, like you can kind of expect everything that you know from me. It's got some laughs. It's got a lot of steam, like I said, and it's got a lot of heart. So while this might be Aww. my sweetness, it's also super swoony and sweet. Um, and I just, I loved writing this book. Like it just felt so natural um, to write. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And you know, I actually used to work <laughs> with a fighters calendar in Seattle so there's so many scenes that come from facts like they come from me when I'm talking about like, somebody lubing up a guy like that was me that was <laughs> and being so beat red embarrassed like yeah. that's red like talking about it. um and then but also there's this little kid who I'm a single mom too yeah so writing him I, it's always scared me to write a single parent just because of that but it 
but it felt it was fun and that's what I loved about doing it in this novel is Tate was like my son Jagger at three years old so it made it (laughs) easy to write Um, so so yeah you can kind of (laughs) I love that I want to have that job though like where do you get that (laughs) <laughs> of like moving men up on set because like I know that that's like a job like it ha- like it's like just a, this is your only job is to make sure these men look yeah. like they're slug like like in baby oil all the time I got it well, let me that's tell you how Asher feels about Meadow touching all the other guys he nope. doesn't like that so. <laughs> no that was a really good scene I love it <laughs> I will say too like KK created such a great event that like almost all of our guys partake in which is the stair climb and the firefighter calendar like she just had such great world building going on that we were just like hey we're gonna we're gonna tap into that like I'm coming to that too yes I love it all right Stevie go ahead and also really quick like I loved that about the four of us is that it's like hey and I'm such like a timeline writer like I had a timeline and no one else really wanted to share that with me <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm oh sorry God. wait so when does it happen again like <laughs> I was like you guys on this date at this time I have this <laughs> like who wants to come so yeah it was was that cool okay so like this is not a question that's on here but it's a question that I have so is that cool like did you guys learn anything about each other when you guys were like like different writing things like did you guys pick up anything new from the way other people write the other four of you write three of you whatever I I thought it was interesting the timeline of it which I know like timing wise it 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 depends on your year and what you have planned and everything. But for instance, Tia is the last book coming out, but she was the first one done with yeah. hers. And she was like done with hers and yeah. sending it to audio when I was plotting mine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she was done when we were just starting to write. I had to move my daughter into college and I knew yeah. it was going to be a wreck. I was like, I had to get this done now because I'm just not going to be able to focus on this before too long. Plus, I had the audio consideration, so I had to get the audio script ready. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I know I was like finished at the end at the in the end of October, I believe. And everybody was all like, "Well, I'm getting started." <laughs> like, Here's my book. <laughs> Here's the guide. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it helped so much because she had like these group scenes and we had talked about doing group scenes but we hadn't really detailed too much just that they were at this place you know and these people were going to be there and whatever but she wrote the first scene so we kind of took there's a couple scenes I want to say where we kind of took from each other or a couple in each of our books where we took kind of dialogue from each other and then kind of weaved our own stories in there and I just oh I love that it's like putting a piece of a puzzle together pieces of a puzzle together and I thought it was so cool so yeah, uh, that was it. lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so oh, moving forward, sorry. Okay, so Tia's book, Tangled Up, is the last book to be released of the four and it is a second chance with like spicy romantic suspense. And when I saw that, I thought it was a typo. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, I swear to God, I was like, I thought it was a typo because I was like, suspense. I was like, excuse me. And like my ears like perked up. I was like, okay. I was like, all right. So like what led you to want to include like romantic suspense into the story? because that's a jam. Well, you know, I've kind of been doing that a little bit lately with the last couple books that I've released. I've kind of had that little element of danger happening. With this one, um, I had this idea of the the female, the heroine and her job. She's a criminal psychologist. Mm -hmm. And so I would, they, it's a second chance romance and they accidentally cross paths kind of right at the beginning of the story. But they cross paths at sort of her old hometown, which yeah. is the place where his family owned like, you know, a lot of property and have a big house and were super rich and everything. And he would go there in the summers, every summer. And they got to know each other and they were young lovers. And then something happened and I won't spoil it. But um, <laughs> but I was like, how, they both moved away. He's in Tampa, she's in Pensacola. Why would they both be back in this place at the same time and so that's where the kind of suspense element comes in because of her job so I kind of leave it at that (laughs) because that ought to give you a hatch but um yeah so she's there kind of you know taking a break quote quote and um and he goes back to check on 
an, a patient who was from there who was in Tampa and was injured and then went back and he was like, I need to go back because, you know, it's an old friend and, and they cross paths and it's like, whoop. So, you know, and then we're off to the races. Yes. <laughs> so excited. I love yes. romantic so. suspense. That's I did too. I love it. Well, and I, I had written it. I had started out in romantic suspense and then I kind of moved away from it. And now I'm kind of gradually, I guess, kind of moving back to it again. Not heavy duty, not dark, not super dark, but just sort of having that little exciting thrill, like, oh my God, what's going to happen kind of um, element just to kind of yeah. make it fun, to make it fun. Well, know? if you ever want to go super dark, I'm fine with that too. So. <laughs> once, but it's Why? not really my jam. I get too emotionally invested in my characters, I think. <laughs> I had a book I wrote once and I was just like, I would just have to go away and leave it alone for like a couple hours because I was just so upset writing it. I was like, I can't do this. This is too much for me. The so. impact in you is just not having a good time. <laughs> no, like this is making me too sad, but people love that. Meanwhile, so what are you going to do? I, I was going to say, meanwhile, I'm my happiest when my characters are miserable. Like the more miserable they are, the happier. Candy I am. does different misery though. Candy's misery is quite different. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right, Stevie, you take the next one. Go ahead. All right. So who would the heroine be best friends with from one of your other books? Yeah, I was thinking about that. And I was like, well, you know, she's, again, she's, she's professional. She's feisty. She's kind of independent. You know, um, I was thinking if people have read When We Touch, do y'all remember Emberly? She was like the small business owner baker and um they that one was kind of a second chance small town romance because carly's a small town girl i mean she grew up in this little coastal community but then she went on and got her degree and you know she's real she's kind of a real like justice kind of warrior too so she's really into like you know being you know getting people a fair you know shake that's why she's in criminal psychology because she's like i don't want these people you know the mentally ill to be looked at as monsters or scary people and so she's kind of really into that so she's really about you know people being treated fairly so I was like who are who is that who is that who is that so she's kind of an individual in that way but um but you know she's kind of shares the same thing with a lot of my female characters and that they're all just sort of smart and feisty and independent and you know and then they've got these guys (laughs) who they love (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. So do you guys, so question, this is like questions for everyone. So you guys can each have your own answer or as a unit, it doesn't matter. Um, so any plans to maybe add more books into this series or like create another world for more authors or anything like that? If you guys want to tell us, that's fine. If not, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't discuss this beforehand. I mean, whether or not we're going to talk about this. I definitely talked about how well we work together uh-huh. um love collaborating um we haven't set any plans though that I can <laughs> I I just like never say never I will say there's been some talk of things and we've thrown things around but nothing is set in stone that's a skill ball yes. they're not letting anything I say, you know we're <laughs> gonna keep about this in November. I mean we're gonna let anything out we're really good at keeping secrets <laughs> if this was thought about in November and just came out a few months ago we're not getting shit out of them <laughs> well, we can try. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. okay can't blame us from trying all right see you <laughs> Okay, so if you could compare your book to any of your backlist, what it what is most similar to it and why? Um, for me, for Candy, it's washed up as the most similar to the wrong game, I think. Um, it has very similar vibes in the sense that I think Greg is very much like Zach. Like he he's kind of a cinnamon roll hero, but very possessive. Um, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> and then um and she, her being so, Amanda being so feisty and strong-willed and kind of like set in her plans and like, these are my plans. No one is going to take me off this track is very much like Gemma from the wrong game. And yeah. just the whole, the whole vibe of like, it's angsty and it's got that kind of like tension that I love to write, but it also has that rare side of me that I don't show a lot, which is like humor and sort of the charming hero as opposed yeah. to the broody, grumpy asshole who I also love to write. <laughs> I love both of them. All right, next. It's like a... <laughs> um, are we just going in order? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I actually thought about... Um, I would say it Screwed Up is probably most like gent, 
mostly just because of like the character dynamics. Um, like it's not necessarily, so Gent was more um, enemies to lovers, but just like the overall vibe as far as like, you know, it's like fun and flirty, but there's still a lot of like emotions and feels. And so like in Gent, Trey is like in the hometown and then Raven moves in. And so there's still a lot of similarities as far as like opposites attract because she's not from a small town and then he kind of shows her around eventually and so it's, it's similar in that way yeah so but okay yeah just right. like for me personally also while I was writing it I got a lot of like the same feelings of like yeah flirty like happiness and like ease of just <laughs> I don't know like how to describe it like some of my books take a lot out of me like emotionally and this one is just like, was just like so fun for me to write. So it gave me a lot of those same vibes too. All right, KK, you go. Yeah, kind of on a similar note, I would say British Bachelor mm -hmm. and Arts because those before this one were my steamiest. Um, but also they were both just like effortless to write. Um, and I wrote it, um, I usually plot as much as I can um, while I always let, my stories kind of derail if they need to but these I didn't I just kind of wrote I just wrote and saw like where the characters took me and I just found that it made it so much fun um so I just think because of that I think because of the steam and the the fun vibe um and there's some comedy and stuff so um I definitely say those too I feel like these books are going to be like the ones that some are very like, um, like, uh, what is it? Like an active reader. Like if like something embarrassing happens, like if she falls or like says something stupid, I am like, oh, like I have to put the book down <laughs> in my chest and be like, oh my God, I know good and well, you did not just do that to yourself. <laughs> like very much so. So I feel like those books are going to like, I'm going to have that whole, the whole book, like all of them. I'm going to be like, oh my God blushing my face is so hot why did you just do this so I love it all right okay you go Tia um okay so uh this is Tia so Tangled Up probably falls somewhere between One to Hold like which was you know my very first book the Derek and Melissa dynamic kind of between uh Beck and Carly because they have a very kind of intense kind of chemistry and um and then when we touch, I keep going back to when we touch because um, Jackson and uh, Emberly in that story, the just kind of the way the second chance comes back around, you know, it's kind of like when you do in second chance, you want to do it in such a way that he has to work for it, right? Yeah. But um, but you don't want to make her saying no too much because then you're like, oh my God, they're going to wear me out. So it's kind of right in there. It kind of has that good kind of like just when you think mm -hmm. it's not going to work something turns and you get what you've been wanting. So um, I know I can't talk about this, I'm gonna spoil it. But um, like as I was writing it, I was kind of feeling those characters a lot kind of coming out because just because of their personalities and, and you know, and Beck is, is not, you know, he's, he's not a jokey kind of, he's more broody, quiet kind of, and he's dealing with some of his own kind of stuff too. And, um, and so kind of, he had a PTSD incident. Well, he had it, he had a trauma incident that's kind of causing him to have this PTSD sort of experiences. And so yeah. he's kind of wrestling with that, which has him sort of, you know, all up in his head. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like that. So yeah, it's kind of, you know, the broody guy who's like, and there she is. And it's like, oh my God. And so, yeah, so there you go. Beck is so it. broody and I love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So. It wouldn't be like this podcast episode if we didn't ask this question. So if your book, if each of your books were to be turned into a TV or a movie series, like movie, who would you cast in the lead roles? <laughs> this is you ask me this every time and I was like, <laughs> well, I know, I know. Who are the hot actors now? I always say, I'm like, um, my hot actors are like from 10 years ago and it's like, That's I'm always fine. like who are the hot actors now? I don't know. That's fine. Them. You could do the ones from 10 years ago. We can just age them back. Put <laughs> <laughs> them in a time machine. Yeah, yeah. we'll age them back. I think, okay, I'll just, I'll go. Okay, so I know for sure one of the, one of the women I saw, she's not an actress, but she's a model, but Ashley Graham is kind of who I had in mind when I was thinking about Amanda. Um, 
she she just has all the Amanda vibes. And then um, for Greg, just because I just watched this, um, have you guys seen uh, Love Hard, the new Christmas movie on Netflix? Yes. No, no, but I'm watching it on Thursday and I'm so excited. It's so cute. It's so good. But I bawled. I bawled like a big <laughs> baby. Now, you know, I, I'm a kind of ashamed to admit that, but I loved it so much. And I, I really liked the actor that played the guy before she realized, I don't want to spoil it, but the guy in the beginning, that's yeah, all I'm going to say. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Tag. Hang on, let me see. Yeah, tag. yeah. Tag, tag, right. Yeah, right. The real tag. I love it. The, the real tag, not the other tag. Oh, Darren Barnett. Darren Barnett. Yes, he's hot. Yeah. Hot. Because he's kind of got like the like the younger vibe and I think I could see him playing a doctor. I'm here for it. Or we could always just cast Dr. Mike. Or Dr. Mike. There you go. <laughs> yes. I literally love him. All right. Can we use TikTok? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, well, in that case, hold on. <laughs> in, that, in that case, does anybody else know there's off the top of their head? Yeah. So, okay, yeah. So when I was writing mine, like I, I'd worked for that firefighter calendar, but I had never, I never really knew like what went on, you know, all the details. Yeah. And I, it was so hard. So I turned on station 19. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Right. So I'd never seen it before. I'd watched Grey's back in the day. But anyway, so I started watching it and I loved Gray Damon. Is that his name? Let me look. Gray is a great, I don't know, one of those. Yeah. That's, Friday yeah, night yeah. light. I had to write this down in station 19. So yeah, so he's so hot. And I just thought he kind of seems like the perfect age. Plus he plays fighter fighter EMT, I believe. So yeah. anyway. It just clicked right there. I was like, this is who, and that's even who I kind of modeled the pictures that Lauren took um, with Asher. So I love it. Yeah. He's so hot. And for the girl? <laughs> I didn't, I actually didn't even think. I had trouble picturing a celebrity for her for some reason. Mm-hmm. I really just describe her as like a dark haired woman because I, I left that one up to the, the interpretation of the reader. Yeah. On yeah. it. I do a lot of description but I just for I don't know for some reason I just didn't want to like pin her down <laughs> so right. I left open you can let gray do, you can let you can let you can let her hero do that for you exactly <laughs> there you go <laughs> all right okay you Harlow and Tia do either of you have yours yet Ugh, no well I was looking on my Pinterest board because I'd pinned a lot of this dark kind of scruffy guy and I was looking to see if he had a name, but I can't find it. I mean, you know, I always fall back on somewhere between like Henry Cavill and, you know, because my guys are always dark, kind of that sort of vibe, scruffy vibe, you know, I mean, but, but I know that I say that about every guy. That's who I always cast, but he's so good. Because he's him. amazing. <laughs> he's he's every very role inspirational. <laughs> I find him very inspirational, but, um, and then my heroine, I mean, you know, she's kind of, um, she's, she's, this was saying my Pinterest board is letting me down. I've got all these pictures <laughs> of this kind of dark haired girl who's, you know, kind of, and I, and she's not, I don't have an actress name for her, but, um, I'm kind of like KK, I guess it's like, I, I put these like pictures together and I know what they look like, but I, um, I haven't, well, y'all, we haven't been able to go to the movies in so long. <laughs> no, I don't watch, like, I don't watch a lot of documentaries I, and I'm not going to say freaking Tiger King. Do you know Joe, this is so random, you know Joe Exotic wrote a memoir? What? No, it I didn't. Released. It just came out and I know that because I was at a bookstore and I bought a new book today and it was there on the shelf. And it was well, like, he, he, I, I was not happy with him. I know everybody thought he was the greatest, but I kind of felt like they were, they were really being kind of cruel to those tigers, you know, that oh, kind of made sure. me upset with them because those poor animals didn't have a chance. And, um, that kind of felt like got left out of the whole story, but, um, but no, but I've been watching more true crime stuff because of what I'm working on next. And so I kind of, Ooh. I Ooh, about, about it. I know, I know. I'll tease it. Don't worry. It. I know that's what's coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harlow, what about you? <sighs> okay, I don't know his name, but I found him. But now I have to find his name. 
Can I show oh, you? What do you look like? And maybe we can guess. What's his, what's I'm his sorry, handle? I don't watch enough TV. Next time I come on here, if you're going to have, okay. Tyler Hochillen. <gasps> oh my the God, from- are you talking about? He was on my initial Pinterest board and then I didn't write, but yeah. Hoshlin, that's that's from, yeah, I'm here for I don't that. even know what he's from. Yeah. He's Team from Wolf. Team Wolf. Oh. Team Wolf. That's right. My God, so Derek. He has like that iconic pull-up scene and every single oh, time yeah. I watch it, I'm like, I just have to re-watch it like five times. <laughs> Just to get in, you know, I'm gonna yeah. Google the iconic pull up scene. You, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I need to watch this pull up scene, but um, yeah, he was definitely one I forgot. I usually have a much better like inspiration board, but this one just kind of flew out of me, like we've kind of been talking about. So I love it. I have to find somebody for Larson. I'm sorry, I mean, I kind of like the fact that you guys don't exactly have um people to cast for like the female necessarily, like like specific female roles because I feel like it allows female readers to envision themselves more because like the more specific you are the more you find how different you are from that person right but if it's broad you're able to slip yourself into that role a little bit better and I think that you know I feel like this series in general is about like women yeah like badass women you know in like different forms so I think that that's pretty cool so it's okay to not have the female. We cast, absolutely but. do have these really strong female characters, so they 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 complement our heroes really well. I think everybody's going to be real happy about that. We don't have any any pushover ladies in our group. So no, no shrinking. I think that's reflective of the group. We're all pretty strong personalities, so that's a good bad thing. bitches. Yes, <laughs> the baseline babes, red KK. Getting it. That's done. right. <laughs> so, um, what? Um, is next for okay? Oh, Stevie, about stole your question. Go, (laughs) (laughs) she does this every episode. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) So, what's next for each of you as we wrap up 2021 and hide into 2022? Um, so for me, um, I'm really excited because I, I have plotted and started writing my next series, which will be interconnected standalones, but it's all about a college football team. So I'll be following them freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. And I have all the tropes like laid out. And so I'm really excited. The first one is like an enemies to lovers. And it's the, um, one of the guys that's on special teams and also a receiver and his leading lady is the kicker for the football team. And she is the first woman or to be on the college football at at this college um so I'm really excited to start that off and there's lots of drama that's going to happen on the team as well as in the love story throughout the four years with the guys so yes um, lord give me my Friday night life (laughs) yes Jesus I'm here for it I'm here for it all right anybody else want to take it next Oh, well, I don't know who's, fo- so I have the fourth friend of, so I've been writing this like friend series, like they're standalones, but so it's the last friend. So Presley's book is who I'm writing now. Second chance, single mom. Oh, so, yeah. a little, little bit of a small townie, but yeah. So that's, that's what I'm starting. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Yeah. I I'm working on uh, a series of interconnected standalones. I have not announced it yet, so I'm really talking about it for the first time here. I kind of hinted at it in one of my last books, Over the Moon, which is part of the Bell Curve series. And in two of those books in that series, um, the setting is at this camp on Orcas Island in Washington, like outside of Seattle. And I went there a lot as a little kid. So it's just very, there's just a lot of inspiring, like, things about that area but anyway I've always wanted to write books set at this camp so it's brothers who own this camp and there's a lot, of, a lot of angst a lot of drama it's back yeah, to my okay yay I will awesome. say the last time I talked to you we have not been able to talk to you but I will say that I loved your fucking your I loved cursed and faded and taken I fucking <laughs> love those books I love those books I have all of those books. I love them. Okay. I just wanted to hey. let you know. 
hadn't talked to you since we had the last podcast and it, you were releasing cursed but i just wanted to let you know that you fucked me up and i love you should definitely pat yourself on the back because i'm very much like an investigative sleuth so like when i'm reading i'm like i'm guessing like what's gonna happen later could not guess that you had me oh i was like i have whiplash yeah. I was like, I love it. I'm not really, sorry. but it was, it was great. It was great. So I wanted to let you know that I really loved that trilogy. It was phenomenal. So yeah, there you go. There's that. All right, next to you. Oh, oh, bring it on home. Well, I'm right at the beginning <laughs> stage of plotting out my next series. Again, series of standalones, but it's these three guys who are um, homicide detectives. Well, one of them is a homicide detective. Uh, the other one is a bounty hunter and one is his brother who's kind of a tracker and they all work in like um, solving mysteries but the main mystery is a friend of theirs is killed and it's an older man and his two nieces he's asked the old the main guy to protect them but it's an enemies to lovers story because what we find out is he did something when she when the it's two sisters when the oldest sister was younger that made her have to be sent away to kind of a girls reform school. So she's never really forgiven him for that. Oh, so, um, and now he's supposed to protect her and she's like, fuck you. And so, um, <laughs> but he made this promise. So he has to, you know, try to manage that. Right at the beginning of it, it's gonna be again, the girls are gonna have to come back from like New York to this small town, which is sort of their family town again. And um, and he's that's where he's, living which there's a connection there too and so you know it's, it's going to be a little bit of romantic suspense a little oh enemies to lovers and the first one is going to be super fun and then the next one's going to be the brother and then the next one's going to well I haven't decided the order yet but um yeah. so it's going to be these three stories and that's what I'm working on I'm, I'm here for it, it. I love like the wide variety of like what was just said. I have like a Friday night <laughs> moment. I have like a camp moment. Carla <laughs> wrapping this series up and I have a romantic suspense. It's like, this is amazing. It's like, well, a, of course I it's going it. to be super spicy because I love the spice. Got to have the spice. So spicy, spicy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that is our last question for you guys. And we're coming up on an hour and we want to thank you guys again for coming on and talking to us about, you know, the Bayside Heroes. And uh, like, really, thank you guys. And if you guys have anything you want to say about like the series or like release dates or anything like that, this is your chance to like say something There's, about it. Or, like, your thank you around. guys for being so excited and so we want you on the podcast right now and being love so you. enthusiastic. We love that; it's the best feeling in the world. We love it, it when we're excited about what we've done. Um, the easiest way to remember the series is every Monday in December. So a new release every Monday in December. Candy Star with the Six, Harlow Thirteen um kk20 and me 27 so each monday is the is the release yeah. so, and they're all gonna be in ku and yes. all in paperback um mine's gonna be on audio i think everybody's working on audio mm -hmm. so if you love audio but um so those are in the works and i think we're talking about doing hard covers and i know oh, we're yeah. talking about doing special edition covers so if you love mm -hmm. it be watching for those, those object covers by the way uh yeah well Candy's yeah. our girl. Candy's our girl. Um, so to get those. Yeah, They'll be discreet. Discreet. Discreet covers. Yeah. <laughs> I love those. Those are my favorite. But yeah, of course we're excited. Thank we love all of you guys. You guys are great. So um yeah. But like we said, thank you guys so much for coming on and letting our listeners know more about your series and this awesome idea and uh i don't know we hope to have you guys back on again at some point <laughs> thanks for having us y'all thank you this is so fun as always thank you guys also um 